Welcome to Beautiful Work, Beautiful Life, the podcast. I'm Laurel Holland, here with my co-host, Laurel Boyven. Thank you for joining us as we dive into how doing your inner work, or the beautiful work, is the amazingly effective pathway to creating the life of your dreams. Our hope is to inspire you to explore who you are, who you want to become, and what you want to do with this one precious life. Because when you change, the world changes. And when you do your inner work or the beautiful work, you make the world a more beautiful place for all of us. Welcome back to Beautiful Work, Beautiful Life. We're so glad you're here with us today. And we've got a great topic for you. We've got to dig in really fast, Laurel, don't we? Because we've got a lot to say. We do, as always. I know. So our topic today, friends, is self, self-acceptance of your shadow. And we have, I want to say, threatened to talk about shadow work on this podcast since the very beginning. And now we are finally dedicating a whole podcast episode to working with your shadow and the important work of self, self-acceptance of your shadow so that uh, you can have it help you create a beautiful life, which it can do. But if you if you don't accept it, it's not going to help you. <laughs> so we, we want to get to work on this one, don't we? Yeah, it's so important. I mean, and um, and I note, noted, mental note, of your choice of words, threatened, yes. which <laughs> <laughs> I want to, I want to get rid of that word. I want to invite the conversation mm-hmm. about I know. accepting our shadow side. Right? There's nothing, nothing that needs to be threatening about this. Absolutely not. But, you know, I purposely use that word because here it is, right? It is like many of us do feel threatened when we have to encounter our shadow and when we are encountering other people's shadows. And it can feel threatening. So we, the only way to deal with that, right, is to feel like you have the courage and you have the skills and you have the wherewithals, let's say, to look it straight in the eye and say, wait a minute, what's here? What's here for me? Right? Well, how can this help me? How can, how can I work with this? Where is this meant to be a good part of my life? Not a bad part of my life. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's really important. It is. It is. Yeah. So the beginning, so let's use, um, let's find a, a shadow example for our listeners. Anything popping up for you to offer up? You know, I think what recently what's coming up for me, and I've been experiencing this, is um, is that being a little bit more demanding, right? Mm-hmm. And so sometimes we don't think of this as a shadow side, but mm-hmm. much of my life, you know, being a people pleaser and a perfectionist, I mm-hmm. have not put my demands first. Mm -hmm. And so when I get to my wit's end and I might lose my cool because I've neglected my own needs, it comes out as a shadow side, right? It comes out, it comes out bold and bitchy and loud and, Mm -hmm. and um, impatient. Right. And many people react to that as oh you know she's not feeling herself or oh she's not acting herself and she's so demanding (laughs) yeah (laughs) 
I am but, in this minute. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, but it's interesting because, you know, I often think that is no, it's, you know, when you talk about all of me, all of ourselves, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. In my whole being, I have an impatient side. Because if I didn't have impatience, I couldn't have patience, right? Right. Um, right. It, you know, two sides of one coin, right? And yes. and how can I bring them together? Whatever is showing up in my shadow side, how can I bring it together so it's just a part of who I am and not all of who I am? Right, right. And I love that you you you're you're defining the shadow too through what you just described. So for those of you that don't really understand the shadow, right, is it's kind of like the parts that of ourselves that we put in the background, right, in our shadow where we can't see it so that we uh don't have to deal with it basically, you know? And and it can be the parts that you're like disowning or you don't like, like like Laura was talking about, right? Or or you had conditioned out of you. It, it's not okay to be demanding, right? Or whoever, you know, somehow we got that message. And so um, you know, we decided that I can't I can't put my demands or my needs forward, right? Even a need became a demand. Yes. Yeah. yeah and I like, you know, when I think about shadow side, I think about it as a part of us that we hide, you know, in the dim light or the darkness, because we don't want to see it. And we, for whatever reason, and we don't want other people to see it, right? We need to hide it. Um, Mm -hmm. And I have to say, maybe it's my age, maybe it's my place in life, but it's coming out in that way of letting all of me be seen rather than just one side of me. That's great. I think that, yeah, you know, I I can relate to, you know, at a later stage in life, being able to uh, work with my shadow sides more readily and more easily. And I think part of that comes from feeling like you have the skills to manage it in the way that you want to. Because I know, I know for, you know, when I think back for myself, my struggle with being able to own my shadow side, to be able to look at it, to bring it forth really readily was how to do it well. You know, I, I suppressed anger for a long time because I'm a very emotional person and to get really angry and upset meant it, it would be ugly. It wouldn't, it wouldn't be a pretty experience. And I might, might feel like I'm losing control and I might look out of control and I couldn't do that. I mean, I just couldn't let even let myself do that. I don't know if it was even about the people in my home. I think it was about me. And again, we go back to like my standards, like, oh, that's a terrible way to be. Don't be like that. Right. Um, or I saw it in my brother, right. Who was out of control when he was angry. And so, um, I wasn't going to be that. I can't be that. Right. So suddenly now it has to go right back there. Right. Yes. Um, yeah. So it's, a, it's a little complicated. Um, but it's, it's, it's so important to look at because, you know, for me, my suppression of my anger caused me a lot of problems, physical problems, as well as, you know, uh, relationship problems. And so, um, uh, to 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 be able to ask to bring your shadow forth and to learn how to manage it well, it can be so empowering and so life changing and so much for the better. It it actually strengthens us. It doesn't weaken us. It strengthens us. Yes. So to have that fortitude, you know, to say, yeah. okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna look at this part of myself that I don't really like or know how to deal with is right big stuff. And and you know when 
we've talked a little bit about shame and last summer when we did the um our book circle on the gifts of imperfection Brene Brown talks a lot in her work about shame and right and so much of shame comes from at least within me when I am hiding those parts of myself that aren't acceptable right and so you know if I were to look at is it shameful or am I shaming myself right like Mm. who who gets to decide yes yes that's really potent I kind of want to just let everybody sit with that for a minute right that's that's big because this is this is one of the things about working with shadow is there's layers of um moving through being able to see our shadow and the doing the work of self-acceptance of our shadow and that is one of them right is to recognize what is the shame that you have around a certain behavior or judgment you know for me it was a lot about judgment i was judging it in others like looking at my brother and going he's wrong he's bad he shouldn't be acting out like that he's angry what get it under control right and so um i was i had a lot of judgment around that and so if i was going to have judgment about being angry well in order to save myself from my own self-judgment i couldn't be angry right, right. so like it's a complicated it's a layered a layered effect of as we as we begin to detangle ourselves from uh ignoring our shadow denying our shadow um looking at other people's shadows and judging them shaming them for them how do we work with it well yeah yeah so any suggestions to our listeners on how do you begin to accept those parts of you that you might hold in your shadow yeah i think the beginning might be something like um get out a journal or a notebook and begin to look at like all the things that you see as your strengths or the parts of you that you're really proud of or feel good of, feel good about, right? And then you might have like, that's a quality or a word that's on one side. And my, what might be the opposite of that, right? To explore what could be the shadow of this and where is it in me? How does it exist in me? Or how does it show up in me? Or when does it show up in my life? And if you're having a hard time with that part, you know, one of the other ways to do shadow work, I love this. We, we had this, um, uh, I think I might've mentioned this in another podcast, but I don't know if I really did. I'll tell the story again. And sorry for those of you that are listening, you might've heard the story, um, before, but it's a potent one for this one. So when I was doing my, sh- my shamanic training and, um, we were looking at shadow work and the beginning of our training, I think it might have been the first, very first day when we were together. And we had all been together as a group before. This was our, this was part of our West work. We had already done the South work together. And um, we were invited to look around the room and uh, choose somebody in the room that you didn't really like, <laughs> which was a weird invitation in that setting, first and foremost, right? And then it had, you had to be really honest with yourself. You're like, oh, I mean, there's a lot of people here that I really like, but I guess I don't prefer some of these people. Like, who who makes me uncomfortable, right? Yeah. And so we had to look at them, and then we had to write about what about them made us uncomfortable. And bing, 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 bing. You start writing down the qualities of things that those people expressing that make you uncomfortable that you don't like, and you've got your shadow stuff right there. It was so, like, potently clear to me of what my shadow you know what i was trying to hide and the words in and of themselves i'll I'll think of one of one of the words um 
one of the words that I I remember seeing, right, um, when I was describing this person was outspoken. And I thought, wow, you know, and I think about it, reflect on it even later in life. And I think, oh, you know, it's been really hard for me to get outspoken. I've been really, you know, on a journey of trying to use my voice. But part of it is I really want to use it well. I don't want to offend people. I don't want to hurt others with my voice. I'm I'm very aware of that. And so I tend to hold back rather than outspeaking, right? <laughs> yes. Yeah. It's, I attended a workshop years ago that had us do a similar exercise that was, you know, it was um, working through kind of anger and judgment by writing about the characteristics and qualities, right, um, of a person that triggered us. Mm-hmm. And so, and then fi- writing the example or a situation that that person, you know, maybe did something or said something that triggered you. And then finding that in yourself. When writing about a time that you actually exhibited those characteristics or behaviors. And it really neutralized, you know, or I don't want to say neutralized, that's not the right word. It really brought to light those pieces of myself I was judging in someone else. Yes. Is what came up from it. So it's a great exercise. It's a great exercise. And I do think it does neutralize it. I, I do think it you begins, do? begins to, to neutralize the um, the judgment. I think I mm-hmm. think it, be, it brings it, it takes it from like the judgment spot to, oh, wait a minute, I can just allow this and let it be there, right? And mm-hmm. take a look at it kind of like what we were talking about at the beginning or even in the last show is like um, the idea of it, it just, it just is, it simply is. And so how can I just accept that? and 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 start to work with it more proactively. Yeah. Yeah. And and the f- interesting thing that happens is when you when you decide that you're being harsh in your judgment, like judging someone else harshly and you let go of judging someone else, what happens eventually is you let go of judging yourself for those same things. Exactly. Exactly. And and you begin to Hopefully, you know, the pathway is to find the gift in the shadow, Mm. right? So for instance, in my example, like being outspoken, the gift in being outspoken is you're heard. Your thoughts are heard. They're acknowledged by others. They're witnessed by others. You don't uh, carry the heaviness of uh, suppressing your own voice. You know, there are many gifts in being outspoken. And it doesn't have to, uh, being outspoken doesn't have to look ugly. It doesn't have to look annoying. It doesn't have to look whatever. I mean, outspoken is simply outspoken, (laughs) right? And so part of it was also the journey for me. And if I don't want to hurt others, I don't want to um, be seen as a know-it-all or whatever it is. So just, just say what's on your mind and do it well. Do it with, you know, ease and grace and let it land wherever it lands. And it's okay, right? That's a beautiful practice, though. Boy. Yeah. Yeah. And I think all of, you know, all, yeah, all of our shadow sides, right, is how do we invite them to come forth, reveal themselves to us, and find what the gift is 
so that we can really embody them and and then use that asset because everything can be an asset use it as an asset not as a detriment as you might might have seen it before but use it as an asset and how can that yeah how can that be part of your your tool bag yeah toolbox you bring yeah yeah and you know one of the practices i use with that is that if i outspoken is a great word right there are women in history who were outspoken who changed the world who i admire right mm. and so why is it that i might judge that as a shadow side of you know in myself or a behavior i don't appreciate in someone else yet other women i hold up you know as heroes because they were outspoken yeah. and so okay. in making peace with that who look for those people that can let that characteristic come to life in a way that you admire that's beautiful that is a great um uh example of how to um uh use uh to to be to begin to do the transformational process of taking your shadow from you know bad thing to a good thing right and and having some, having finding someone that has that quality but actually already does it well right can also be your example i love this i i feel like you know um this is oh this is a great one with the word envy or jealousy right mm. if you're looking at somebody and you have that envy or jealousy it's, i love that word because it's it can be a great or feeling i love the feeling because it can be a great indicator of what what you want to become how you want to show up in the world like what is the thing that you might feel envious or jealous of that you haven't developed in yourself yet to mm. the best of your ability to show for it to show up in you the way it's meant to come forth right yeah because usually if we're admiring something in somebody and somebody else first you have to recognize it right and if you recognize it because it's in you yeah somewhere yeah, that's right. It just let it out. <laughs> Shine yeah, some light right. on it. <laughs> right. Yeah. And how is it, how is, what does your expression of it look like? Whatever that thing is, right? So my being outspoken probably is this podcast ultimately, you know, like my journey to like speaking up and speaking about what I care about and getting, putting my voice out into the world has been a journey in and of itself. It was with books, but you know, I wasn't actually speaking the words. I was writing the words and now here I am on the podcast and actually using words and using my voice to feel like I'm speaking out on what I really care about with yeah. grace and ease. Look at you go. Grace and ease. Oh, thank you, Laura. <laughs> thank you for reflecting that back to me. <laughs> yeah. 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 That's great. So self-acceptance of our shadow side is our ability to see ourselves as a whole being. Mm. Isn't it Laurel? Yes, it is. And that is so important, right? Mm -hmm. And and when I think about it, it's, you know, we don't want to over or see ourselves only as one side, right? Right. right? right. Or, and it could be that we deny certain parts of us and over-exaggerate other parts of us that lead us to a place where we're using only part of our gifts, right? Yeah. yeah. And only part of ourself rather than developing our whole being. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, to live our in our whole beingness is a relief. 
it's such a relief to feel like we can allow all the parts of ourselves to come forth, all the pieces of all the emotional experiences that we might have been judging or not wanting to have happen that contain parts of us and ultimately a lot of our wisdom. And, um, you know, I, I think this idea of, um, of you know, self-acceptance of our whole being and living into our whole self is really probably the ultimate expression of having a beautiful life mm-hmm. and living a beautiful life. Yes. Because when, yeah, when we feel like all of us is able to come forth and we can put it forth the way that we want to and express ourselves in the world well, um, then that feels like a really beautiful life. Yeah. Yeah. What a good topic today. Such a good topic. So I want to invite our listeners to uh, begin to share, you know, explore your shadow side and, and to make friends with it, to really befriend your shadow. Um, so we've given a couple exercises. Any other journaling prompts or exercise plural coming up for you as we close out on shadow? You know, one just came through to me and that is, you know, where can you safely um, reveal your shadow side, right? It, it, so it might be something that you're working on, right? Yeah. Um, let's use the example of you wanting to better use your voice and be more outspoken, be able to safely tell people what you think about certain yeah. things. And so whenever I'm working in this way, you know, I have to choose where's my safe space? You know, do I have a friend or two that know I'm, I'd like to develop this side of myself more. I'd like to let this side of myself show more rather than, you know, hiding it. Um, And can you be, you know, can you create a safe space and share with a loved one or, or two that you're working on this and rely on them to let you practice it? Because we do need to be able to practice and display and reveal and act on that those sides of ourselves that we're hiding we need to let them out we do we do it's so important and um and i think the whole idea of finding that safe space i was trying to remember i was on a podcast with um amanda uh king and and she um kingsley she has a beautiful podcast um called shedding light on abortion and one of the things that she talked about um, when I mentioned something about safe, you know, creating a safe circle or a safe space was she um, was talking about how she felt like you can't really create safety for other people. Um, but, but you can like find a place of trust where, you know, we have mutual trust in one another because some people don't feel safe anywhere, you know, and part of it is because of where they are inside themselves and what has happened in their lives. And so to, if you feel like it's hard to find a safe space for yourself, you know, maybe just finding someone that you can trust, right. Finding a trusted other to begin to explore um, your shadow side. How beautiful to um, feel like you have a, a partnership or a marriage or, or a deep friendship where you can show all the parts of yourself, you know, and if you don't have that, then, you know, maybe you want to push the edges and see if you can develop it a little bit. Oh, my gosh. Yes. It reminds yeah, yeah. me, and I know I've shared this on previous episodes, but there was a time, it might have been 
six years ago now, maybe five, that I said to my husband, one day you're going to read my obituary and you're going to be surprised. And he said, what are you hiding from me? And my response was nothing that I'm not hiding from myself. And so, you know, it has been since then that I really have been trying to create that relationship in my marriage where I'm showing all of me, the good, the bad, and the ugly, right? All of it. Not all at once, of course. No, (laughs) don't want to overwhelm anyone. (laughs) That's right. But, you know, and, and I'm so glad you used the word trust because that is exactly where, you know, when I think about creating a safe space, where can I be? Where do I have, you know, in a in the sanctity of a trusting relationship? So yes, those are good things for us to wrap up with today. Oh, so good. Okay. Well, listeners, if you have your work cut out for you out there, um, and we know that you're you have more gifts somewhere in those shadows that you might not be seeing yet. So we invite you to get to the work of, you know, mm. self-acceptance of your whole being, your shadow. It's there. You can do this work. We're here for you. We're right around the corner if you need us, so to speak. Yes. <laughs> All right, Laurel. Off we go for today. Thank you again. So nice to be with you. Mm, such a great conversation. All right. We'll see you next time, everybody. Thank you for being with us. Bye. Bye. We're glad you're with us on this journey. If you're ready to dive deeper into the beautiful work, join us in our private Facebook group where we continue the conversation and support one another in our inner work. Did you know that we're both life coaches? It would be an honor to work with you. When you're ready to dig into your own beautiful work, you'll find our contact information in the show notes. Thanks for being with us here at Beautiful Work, Beautiful Life. As you do your beautiful work, know that we're here for you. Are there topics that you'd like to explore? Send us an email. If you enjoyed the podcast, the best compliment we receive is when you share the podcast with a friend. We're glad you're with us to elevate the conversation and open up new pathways for all of us.